You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up, everybody? Hello, and thank you for joining me again. My name is Tudor Alexander. I am your host for The Seven Transformations. Let's get right to it. Today, I wanted to talk to you about a very important idea, which is something that we use uh, a lot in uh, competing, as you may know if you've been listening to the show. I'm a professional athlete. I'm a professional ballroom dancer. I uh, teach also for a living. I dance with students. I train them to compete. I train them to perform. Performance is a big uh, thing in my life, and, and training people how to perform and, and also improving my own performance has been the topic of interest for me for a long time. So one of the things that we utilize while we're training for competition is these ideas of benchmarks. You know, and benchmarks are something that you will use in your goal setting, in your own business, in your own performance of any kind, because you want feedback. You want to see how do the systems and the, the theories, the technique that you're using, your own ability, all these things that we're putting to the test when we perform, how do those things uh, stack up? How do they measure with our particular benchmarks? And benchmarks are very important because benchmarks also determine you know, the, the outcome in the direction of where you're going next. Because let's say if you're trying to, you know, there's this quote that I love, which is by Albert Einstein. And it goes something like this. It says, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree its entire life, it's going to grow up thinking that it is, you know, pointless or, you know, uh, I'm probably totally butchering it, but basically it's going to grow up thinking it's stupid and without any talent, without any skill whatsoever, because the benchmark that we're comparing it to is totally meaningless. And trying to judge a fish by how it's climbing a tree is obviously pretty pointless. So in your own life, establishing proper benchmarks for what you do and what you're testing yourself. When you go to a competition in dancing, you know, I always tell my students that it is about practice. It's not about the result. We use these as practice to practice competing, to improve our ability to compete. And the results will always differ. There's always aspects of the experience that you cannot control. Now, this may be the same for a business meeting, a you know presentation, uh, an endeavor of any kind. You know, there's always aspects that you cannot control. And believe it or not, despite that dancing is relatively a niche world, you know, with all of the things now on Dancing with the Stars, people know about it more, but it's still a niche world. Despite that, I'm going to venture to say that the real world out there is very similar in the sense that in dancing, a dance competition, it is a very subjective thing. You know, there's no finish line. There's no objective measurement of who who wins, no, that kind of thing. So the same goes for life too. I mean, certain things, you know, like your job, you have quotas and things you have to meet. Obviously, that's an objective measurement of your success. But how do you define happiness? What is the, what is the weight of of success. You know, there's no objective measurements for these kinds of things. You know, they are subjective. So when you are endeavoring to create something in your life to bring an idea to fruition, it's very important how you are comparing yourself. You know, we had an an episode a couple weeks ago about comparison. 
and having healthy comparison to your own journey and knowing how to utilize comparison so that you're not disappointing yourself. Uh, and also setting benchmarks. Benchmarks is are, are a very critical part to it. So with all that said, you know, you can set benchmarks two ways. You can set them as qualitative, you know, experiential benchmarks or quantitative. And I want to say one more thing, actually, before we talk about those two and, and what, you know, what the details are with, you know, when we were all kids, we would go to these presidential fitness challenges or whatever in school, if you had them or not. But, you know, we always joke around about getting a participation award. You know, if somebody gets a, a participation award, it was kind of like a pat on the back, like, yeah, you did good, but, you know, you didn't get the actual first place or you didn't get a result. So we'd always bash on the participation award as if it was something, you know, of lesser value. And I'm going to tell you that participation is actually the best and highest thing that you can do. At the end of the day, even if you get first or last or whatever the result is of what you're doing, it's gone the next day. There may be residual effects of that performance, but at the end of the day, regardless of what you achieve in a single moment, it is gone the next moment. So all you really have, and I've said this before, all you really have is the process. All you have is your ability to generate new moments, to come back to your results, to recreate them. So the information that's inside that recreates those results, that is what matters more than the results themselves. So when you participate, it's not just being there and letting that event create you, that event right over you. Participation means full participation. Is your mind 100% there? Are you fully aware? Are you fully engaged? Are you fully vulnerable? Those things are a whole new definition of participation. So that's something to keep in mind that anything that you do, you know, as a set for a benchmark for yourself to participate fully, that is number one. And when you can set that as a consistent benchmark, did I participate fully? Did I try my best? That is one of the most important benchmarks to have. Now, that said, we have two types of benchmarks that we can set for ourselves. We have qualitative and quantitative. Quantitative is easy. That's objective. So we measure that based on things that, that are objective. Like, okay, you know, I'll give you in dancing, for example, a quantitative benchmark would be, you know, did I dance for a minute and a half full out? You know, that's something measurable that you can measure, you know, so... In your own life, you have to go through and, and sit and use your mind, engage your mind, and look and see what quantitative benchmarks can I set for myself. And, and make sure they're reasonable. You know, when you're planning goals, they have to be smart goals. And the same way with your benchmarks. Re realize what is the objective measurement that you can come up with that is reasonable and a good reflection of where you're at in the process. If somebody just started working out, a quantitative benchmark of them being able to bench press 200 pounds, you know, that's, that's meaningless. So the point is, is that use your quantitative benchmarks very purposefully. And also on the same note, be able to detach from them because the numbers are useful, but they're not everything. You know, they, they are not something to base your life around. I remember I used to get super into health and nutrition and I would 
test everything under the sun. I would get every single measurement you could possibly imagine. And at the end of the day, health is not something that can be pinned down into a series of numbers. They're useful, you know, they're interesting benchmarks, but the rawness of the experience, who you are as a person, the the full value of that which is, the, the truth of it, that can never be encapsulated in a number. So remember that even though benchmarks, the quantitative kind, are important, they are not the whole truth, and whether you miss or make them, don't add too much weight to it. Just use it as a way to continually refine your process. Now, the other type of benchmark is a qualitative benchmark. And these are a little more difficult because they they aren't measurable. And this is where a lot of people fail in creating successful benchmarks for themselves. Because qualitative benchmarks, I would argue, are even more important. They allow you to engage in an experience, in a test, in a performance of yourself without attaching too much to the results. We tend to compare ourselves to to these quantitative results that we are constantly seeking, and they're important, but they're not everything. You know, again, life is like a dance competition. There's no finish line for success. You have to evaluate it in different ways, and there's quantitative ones, like, okay, do I have money? Do I have a, you know, a car, do I have, you know, a house, whatever, those are quantitative measurements. But they're the more important ones that we we can't measure are the ones that really seem to decide our level of happiness, our level of fulfillment with our life. You know, so you have to, that's where you have to sit and engage your mind and create for yourself the benchmarks that are reasonable, that are also in alignment with your values that are in alignment with your spirit, with your heart about that experience. You know, one benchmark, qualitative benchmark that I always tell my students to put into their calculations when they go to an event is, did I have fun? You know, we spend so much time training hard and serious and athleticism and performing and this and this and this, and we forget to have fun. Again, even if you get first place, the next day the event is over. So your if you missed the opportunity to have fun and enjoy it as a benchmark, then you missed out, you know? So that's a benchmark for your life, for everything, really, is did you have fun? Did you enjoy the experience? Did you Were you participating fully? You know, again, it comes back to that. That's a qualitative benchmark. That is probably the most important qualitative benchmark. So this is, you know, I can give you a couple examples of my own life, like when I go to an event, for example, again, I'm using dance because that's, that's something that I do. But, you know, did I have fun? Did I try my best? You know, did I meet somebody new? Did I strike up a conversation? Did I express myself? Did I, you know, have a time where I felt I connected with somebody in the audience? You know, that those are things that are more qualitative, that are measurable in that sense, in a sense of an experience. Did I feel the floor under me? Did I feel relaxed? Was I able to breathe? You know, how did the air smell? Did I take note of the light in the room? Those things may seem like they have no value, but really what they are are is a way to train your awareness about the particular thing that you're in. And everything is about awareness. Everything is about a continual development of your awareness. And that's where qualitative benchmarks come in. They shape your awareness because most of the time we're so obsessed with numbers and with results and with just 
the quantity of things that we're comparing constantly to, we, we forget to stop and smell the roses in a sense, you know, and that's very important. You have to train your awareness for the quality of the experience that you're in, because your ability to be present is really what determines your performance. That is one of the main things. Your skill is, is one of them, your knowledge, your experience, whether that event is, you know, something that you've, you know, done before, or if it's a new event, all those things, you know, the day, the physical aspect of your day that day can determine the performance. If you're having a bad day, you know, physically, if it's a great day energy-wise, all those things factor in. But your ability to be present through your mind, that's something you can turn on or off, regardless of all those other uncontrollable factors. So that is why that's so important. And as you set qualitative benchmarks, as you train your awareness to look in the environment for things that are not measurable, that is how you develop your practice of of these you know things and you start to be- develop your awareness through qualitative benchmarks so anyway thank you so much for listening i hope this has jogged your mind you know i've been recording a lot shorter episodes lately just as little tidbits let me know what you think of that i plan on having a lot of interesting things to share like this i'm writing my book Right now, Dance Your Way Through Life, an instruction manual, Navigate Life's Changes with Grace and Power. So I've been really steady on that. I'm super excited. I hope I can finish it by the end of the year, and I'll keep you guys up to date with that. But uh, let me know how I'm doing. If you like these types of episodes, definitely I'll be cranking out more of them. Looking forward to next year and creating some more content in different ways. So if you have any suggestions, feel free to shoot them over and if you aren't subscribed to my email list that's how i can keep in touch with everybody with all the book stuff and anything else that i'm starting to create so thank you so much for listening for supporting the show and we'll see you on friday for some more interviews thanks for listening have a good one you're listening to the seven transformations podcast with your host tutor alexander for more episodes like these subscribe or stay connected at the seven transformations.com 